Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. We have got a fantastic um, three podcasts for you guys. Well, hopefully you'll agree that our thousands of podcasts are also fantastic, but these in particular... I'm very excited about presenting. Julie had a fantastic topic idea. It was how to make $100,000 in the next effectively four months to round out the year and really build in some fantastic momentum going into next year. I think all of you will agree that is a great topic. So good job, Julie. Thank you. And as always, our job is to educate you, motivate you, and get you into action. So the first, I'd say, podcast and a half is a lot of education and rounding out with some very specifics to keep you motivated because I believe every single one of our listeners can actually achieve this when they follow some simple steps. And also to let all of you know, Julie and I are being published on uh, Inman News Features, on National uh, National Association of Realtors, Florida Association of Realtors, what am I forgetting? Housing Wire. Housing Wire. So we've got a whole bunch of articles coming out about the changing market over the next, really, I'd say 60 to 90 days. So if you read any of those great publications, make sure you do give a nod to our content. We are obviously writing a lot of content, hoping to create um, momentum for agents into next year that's going to be, you know, like Julie said, educational, motivational, and then ultimately, hopefully, they're going to have the impetus then to get into action. Speaking of getting into action, if you've not yet joined our pot, our podcast, not yet joined our podcast. I think they have. Yeah, Here. I think they have, right. If they've not yet joined our coaching program, it is free. It's the perfect next step to take right after you listen to our podcast. You love the podcast. How do I know? Because this is the number one listened to, downloaded uh, podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States, and it has been for quite a long time. We get millions of downloads and listens every year. So obviously the podcast is a home run. So why not take the next natural step and become a coaching client? And did I mention it costs you nothing to become a coaching client? You can have instant access to the first level of Premier Coaching now by simply texting the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. When Julie's presenting and Julie and I are presenting this content to you guys today, um, we're going to be referring back to things like Real Estate Treasure Map, your 90-day massive action plan, things like that. You get all of that the second you enroll in Premier Coaching. So just text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier, P-R-E-M-I-E-R, to 47372. And yes, this does include a daily semi-private coaching call. Yes, this does include members-only access to our community page. This gives you full access to all of, of the content that's in level one. You want to know how to work expires for sale by owners? You want to know how to build a center of influence past client plan? You want to know how to you know lead generate using social media? It's all there waiting for you, and it costs you nothing. So text the word Premier to 47372. Or if you would prefer, you can just go to members.timandjulieharris.com, members.timandjulieharris.com. But obviously, the quicker way is just to text um, Premier to 47372. And remember, when texting, message and data rates may apply. All right, so back to how to make 100000 in fourth quarter 2022. Now, you can use this plan any quarter, but we're making this timely. So real estate agents, of course, you can end the year right following a simple plan. So let's start with part one. Again, this is a three-part podcast. Part one, the average sale price in the United States is just a little bit higher than 400000 
That makes the average commission about 12,000, and that means you need eight deals to gross 100,000 and about 10 to net 100,000. That's about two transactions per month. Now, inventory is rising. That's been reported pretty much everywhere. Mm -hmm. Forbes said uh, this is the third month in a row that inventory has gone up over 30%, which is what many people were waiting for. But the only question is whether you will be the one to list the next homes in your market. Now, two quick facts, and then we'll get into some specifics. Let me comment on what you just said. So when you're hearing articles from Forbes and all the rest of it, they're reporting on 30-day-old news typically, Mm -hmm. and maybe some anecdotal information from, you know, that's maybe a couple days old. But for the most part, they're reporting on the past. But here's what's inevitably going to happen as we go in towards the end end of the year. The inventory will drop again because it just does. That's the nature of how, you know, home sellers oftentimes, and right, uh, by the way, wrongfully take their homes off the market during the holidays. But that aside... There will be a drop in inventory, and then that inventory will come back for sale in the spring, along with a whole bunch of other new homes. So you're definitely going to see a very significant change in the market. You think you've experienced it so far. It's so funny. I see Mm -hmm. people on social, agents on social, talking about mostly younger agents that haven't been in the business for very long, thinking that now they're in some kind of buyer's market, or thinking now that they're even in any sort of, like, um, you know, they're anywhere through the actual transition from the old market to the new market. Guys, we're just getting started. Just <laughs> trust your your uh, you know three decades long coaching agents coaches here. Uh, we're just getting started. The real changes aren't going to really take effect until early next year, and then you're definitely going to start seeing a completely new approach approach to real estate uh, be needed. And if you don't have it, you're going to be playing catch up the whole year. That's the reason we're doing our best to get as many of you to pay attention to the podcast. And obviously, that's the reason we made Premier Coaching free. So you, we remove all your, frankly, your education and knowledge deficits so you could have momentum going into next year. That's right. And so you mentioned the market changes. One thing that will always be true, no matter what's happening, buyer's market, seller's market, balanced market, more inventory or less inventory, is that listings reign. So here's a fact. When you list two listings per month, you will automatically attract buyer business as well. So when you're focusing on listings, you also are focusing on buyers without really realizing it. So here's another fact. Well, why? Well, because a listing will attract oodles of buyers, assuming that you do the things that we teach you, you know, in Premier Coaching to launch your listing, to advertise it, all of you know, all the activity that surrounds a new listing. Depending on the price point, guys, the you take one listing. And let's say, like when Julie and I sold real estate, you'd have your first-time home buyer home. You'd have your move-up home. Sometimes there'd be several other move-up homes just depending on um, whether or not they wanted to move up and then whether they had the ability to afford to move up. Well, if you're listing a house that's sort of mid-cycle, you're listing a house in, say, for example, $500,000, the person selling a $500,000 house is going to probably buy one for seven fifty. The person buying the $500,000 house is probably going to sell one for three fifty. The person selling the one for three fifty, dollars uh, I'm sorry, the person buying the, you know, the seller's house that you're going to list for three fifty dollars is probably selling one for less than that. You guys get the point? So when you, when you list real estate, you actually will capture multiple transactions if you just do more than just stick it in the MLS and pray it sells, right? There's so many different ways that you can leverage listings that you can't do with buyers. Buyers, it's one transaction. You get paid. Maybe they send you a referral. You get a listing. We show you in Premier Coaching how you can generate dozens of transactions just off that one seller, off that one listing. That's the reason that if you want to last in real estate, the leverage comes from listings. 
Well put. All right, here's another fact. It looks like you have more time than you do to do these eight to 10 transactions, which again, will give you your 100,000 for the last quarter, plus a little bit this year. So take a wall calendar or your planner and count up the actual work days left in this year. That's right, I said work days left in this year or in this quarter. Again, you can use this plan for any quarter that you wish, but here's an example. Let, there are 15 weeks left in this year as of this podcast. That's 105 days total. When you take out weekends and holidays, not to mention travel or other things you've got scheduled, you'll find that you have maybe 70 to 80 work days at most. So put a dollar sign on your work days. That way you are super focused on dollar productive activity on those days that you are super clear on that. And then you can put a smiley face on your days off or whatever makes you happy. So this is a really important assignment. We have our coaching clients do this every year. Uh, coaching clients, there's thousands of you listening. Make sure you do this. Take a calendar like Julie just said and then print it out and then post it on a wall. And then on the work days, put a dollar sign. On the days off, maybe put a red check mark. It doesn't matter. Or a smiley face, right? You know, and then remember, in December, you realistically how many days you're going to be working. Maybe two weeks. I know some of you um, are crazy like Julie and I, and you're going to say, well, I'm going to work no matter what. Well, in real estate, you can decide you're going to work. But really what you're doing is you're just essentially, you know, it's not real work. You're not directly dealing with buyers or sellers. You're just moving things around on your plate. Where, okay, let's roll it back to November. Same thing. November, you're going to lose at least a week to Thanksgiving. It might even be the week of Thanksgiving and the first week in December. You guys get it? It's going to be really sketchy trying to capture people to want to buy or sell in November and December. Well, even if you're motivated, that doesn't mean that your prospects are going to be available, motivated, schedulable, or anything else. So it's less about whether, you know, I appreciate agents that are like, well, I'm working full on, you know, let's well, do Well, you this would. Thing. We are crazy well, like that. Well, of course. But again, <laughs> that doesn't mean that your prospects and your, you know, you're going to have some listings that want to take a break too. Well, that said, this is going to be one of the best times in the like the last 15 years to hunt expires for sure. 1000%. Yeah. Hunt, expired listings, all the temporary off the market. I'm going to put it back on the house, uh, the house back in the market in the spring types. Those expired listings are gold mines. And the best thing to be doing right now, this time of year, after you build your business plan, after you listen to Julie's plan to create a hundred thousand, at least in the last quarter of the year, is you really got to drill down on having listings become the thing that you absolutely dominate. Listings that are expired listings this time of year are an absolute gold mine. The best part, again, lots of them, more opportunity than ever. Most agents that you know will not know how to work them, and most agents you know will not be working. So you're going to have lots of incredible opportunity in the fourth quarter focusing on expired sellers. And that, of course, is something we talk about in Premier Coaching, and we're going to be talking about tomorrow on part two. But go ahead, Julie. Exactly. Okay, so before we get to your specific plan, which we'll talk about starting tomorrow, you must commit to four specific rules in order for you to accept the $100,000 last quarter challenge. Four things that you've got to commit to and embrace so that the rest will be easier. All right, so rule number A. You will have to actively contact both the people you already know as well as those that you don't know. People you know are your past clients, people in your center of influence, and agent referrals. People you don't know are everyone else. Are you willing to speak with both in order for you to get to that 100,000? Now this that is, is required. That's the overview. We'll give you the specific yeah. drill down on what to say and how to actually build out that uh, direct contact plan uh, starting tomorrow. But this is the overview. Uh, letter B, you should analyze where your business came from from last quarter through last year and keep doing what has been working. And this is really important. Now, sometimes some of you will be doing things that only work in your particular market. It could be direct mail. It could You could be buying you know leads from some source 
And for some reason, it doesn't work with you know anyone else you know of, but it works great in your market. If you are doing something that's working, keep doing it. Don't stop doing it. There is no bad way to generate a lead. Well, there is. It's where the lead basically costs you so much you're not making any profit from actually having right. done the work. But that aside, there's no bad way to create business. So if you find you're getting your business from some sort of meetup group from you know, French Bulldogs or whatever the heck it is, keep doing it. Don't stop doing it's working. If you're getting a lot from church, keep working church. If you've gotten three referrals from, you know, somebody you know at Starbucks, then absolutely keep doing that. Don't stop doing what's working. For example, if you had five transactions from re repeat clients, but you didn't have a system to speak with your database regularly, how many more repeat clients would you have if you create uh, this year or leading into next year, obviously, by being more drilled down and focused on that source of business? And that is a huge, huge, um, you know, red flag in most agents' businesses, especially as they become more successful. What happens is they delegate their centers of influence and past clients' contact, their appreciation, their shows of appreciation for those folks to something digital or direct mail. No, those things are great. But those things are there to supplement the actual calling and showing appreciation, especially in fourth quarter. It's incredibly powerful. Think of all, and again, we're gonna we drilled on this in Premier Coaching. We're gonna give you more ideas on this uh, very topic tomorrow. But think of all the amazing reasons you have to call a seller this time of year. You don't think that all of them are worried about their home price? Wouldn't that be a great thing for you to call them and let them know what the value of their home is to make them feel better? Because all of them will feel better when they have the facts. Don't you think ultimately when uh, you know they're realizing that this, despite interest rates, still is an amazing time to buy, don't you think they'll be relieved to know that maybe the home that they thought they'd never be able to find um, is actually now going to be coming for sale, and this is a good time for you to help them prep their house to, put it, to get it for sale in the spring? You guys get all these points? Or at the very least, just wish them a happy holidays. So we're going to be giving you a drill down on what to say and how to say it, and none of these calls, none of these contacts are going to feel salesy. They're all going to feel welcoming, especially the way we frame it and script it out because it is going to feel like a seasonal how-do-you-do type thing. In some cases, you're going to knock on doors and things like that. But the again, the point is we're going to educate you, we're going to motivate you, but ultimately you're going to have to be the one that gets into action. And from that action will become the reaction of the market, and then you start building momentum. That's right. One of the most exciting things our premier coaching clients are sharing with each other right now is all of the cool stuff that they're doing for a past client, like a harvest fest pumpkin thing, door knocking. We did the whole door knocking series about a week ago. Um, one of them was posting um, these little dog scarfs that say, uh, that like looks like the dogs in real estate or ask me about real estate in combination of the door knocking. So they're sharing all of their ideas. They're amongst friends, they're amongst colleagues. And of course, with premier coaching, they get their 12 month center of influence plan which talks about all these different things that you can do that do make it easier to actually make those contacts. Well, it's fun too. This is yeah. the um, this is a weird time of year because most you know the old joke and is so true when you starting probably it's usually after Halloween for some reason. Mm -hmm. By the way, I didn't do it backwards. So in November you're gonna have maybe two weeks, maybe three weeks. October this is weird, guys. You usually have most people are going to be essentially off the grid the last week during Halloween. And then in September, it's hit and miss, depending on when kids went back to school. So really effectively, Julie mentioned this earlier, you have 80 working days left this year. You might actually have fewer than that. You probably do. Especially if you have more than one kid. Exactly. Because you're going to be doing school things. You're going to be going to holiday parties. You're going to want to take some time off work. Maybe you've got some travel that's scheduled, all these types of things. So it's really important that you do take calendars, uh, print them out, and then you realize what days you're working, what days you're not going to be 
working. And the days you're going to be working, you have to set three to five minimum standards of what you're going to be doing every single day. We just touched on, and we'll be giving you more drill down information on, the types of uh, contacts and communication and proactive lead generation we want you to do every single day. But really, the whole goal is to keep you into action. Keep you into action, building momentum. You, If you want to feel mo motivated, if you want to really, really get long-term raw, raw in your life, here's how you do it. And it's point number, it's uh, letter C, which is Julia's next point. That is, you must be willing to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. Now, a lot of you are on track and that's fine, but if you're somebody that is deer in the headlights since the interest rates went up and you've been ruminating and freaking out and thinking the market's crashing and oh my gosh, that means you haven't taken any action, well, you're going to keep on getting nothing. So to go to the next level financially, you must go to the next level with your skills. The hardest part in that point is doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level, but the secondary point you made is so valid. Because how do they know that what they're doing is actually the thing that's going to lead them to the result that they want? And furthermore, maybe the thing they've been doing has been working to the point where it's convinced them that they keep doing it. It's going to get them the result that they want. But then all of a sudden that thing changes. And I'll share with, I'll share with listeners sure. the thing I was talking to you this morning on the walk. Yes. So I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast. Actually, Julie and I were uh, recently. And he was interviewing Mark uh, Zuckerberg. Mm -hmm. And Mark was talking about the fact that on Instagram and on Facebook – they're essentially changing the algorithms to, um, how would I say, a deprioritize long-form content. What's that? It's anything that's longer than maybe your average TikTok video, which is basically just like you know 30 seconds or 45 seconds. So all of the people, all of the agents who have been creating long-form content on YouTube, who have been creating long-form content everywhere else, video-wise, not uh, this isn't audio, this is video, long-form video content is effectively going to be dead. And if you've been creating lots of really cool, badass, long-form content videos on your YouTube channel, what's going to happen is if you actually search and look at your analytics, YouTube or YouTube actually itself is your number one source of views. They're giving your video uh, to other people who, hey, you might want to watch this, you might want to watch this. You know, that's the same way it works on all these uh, types of, um, you know, platforms. Well, what if all of a sudden, and this is what's going to happen, so there's no what if. So what are you going to do if you've been creating a lot of long-form YouTube content, as an example, and then all of a sudden, and you know 90% of your views have been coming from YouTube suggesting your video to other people, and then all of a sudden, that it stops suggesting your long videos to other people. Now it's suggesting other videos, which are like 30 seconds, didn't take anywhere near the effort to make, but now those videos are getting preference uh, and priority when they're suggesting you're going to lose all your views traffic. So if you build lead generation off all of those types of platforms, just in basically, a, you know, two seconds, all that's going to be eviscerated. And that's what happens when you build your mansion on land you don't own. That's what happens when you are essentially creating and following the trends and not actually learning how to be proactive. You've built, some of you, or some of you are thinking about building this mountain of passive social content thinking that that's going to cure all your you know your lead generation problems and it won't and it doesn't and it never has and it never will all of those chain things change constantly and that's just a for example so you've got to realize that if you want to have a business any kind of business it does not matter whether it's real estate or candlestick making bob's pie shop it doesn't matter you have to be basing all of your leads on your core lead generation on being proactive not on passive Otherwise, you will always be beholden. When you're buying leads, when you're creating social media, when you're doing all this stuff, you are making yourself incredibly vulnerable. You're creating unnecessary fragility in your business model.
So cut that out and do what does work. Be introspective. That's why our point A was, you know, what's working? Is it still working? What do you know about what's working? Well, I mean, the homework assignment you and I gave them off the last two shows, basically mm -hmm. write a list of the five things, three to five things that you absolutely will never do in real estate, you know, and notice how those three to five things are the very things that are going to put you directly in front of a prospective, ideally seller, that's going to most likely lead directly to a listing, which will most likely res result in multiple paychecks. And yet those are the three to five things. Like I'm asking you listeners, what are the three to five things you will never do for primarily lead generation in your business? I know what they are. They're the talking with the seller. They're talking with a talking any time of communication, basically. Direct communication. Right. It's any kind of talking with a for sale by owner or an expired or talking with a notice of default, or even calling your centers of influence and past clients. So many of you have been spoiled by this ridiculously amazing, buoyant market where everyone was buying because of FOMO, fear of missing out. Everyone was selling because of fear of missing out. Better sell my house. Like This might be the peak. Buyers thinking, I better buy a house or I might not be able to buy one. That whole momentum, all of that, without you guys knowing it, it's not really your fault because this is just the time in which you came into real estate. All of that is gone. And I don't think it's coming back in the market anytime soon. It'll, you know, here and there and different things will, you know, it'll feel hot in some markets where they'll, all that, right? So there's no one universal market. Your market's going to have different hot spots and cold spots. But the moral of the story, guys, is that what you're going to soon realize is the things that it took for you to make money in real estate won't work. You know they won't work in the future because they're not really working now. So you're going to have to change your approach. Now, do you ditch the social media? Do you completely stop doing it? No, you have to change it. So going back to my YouTube example, you're going to have to hire somebody to create uh, short ver versions of all those long videos. That's going to cost a lot of money and take a lot of time. You're going to have to change along with it. But if you combine that with proactive lead generation and the fact you've built all this social media around your proactive lead generation, in other words, you've done the proactive lead generation and the social stuff, the marketing stuff is there to reinforce the proactive stuff, then you've actually created something that's defensible. You've created something that will actually win for you long term, as long as you're willing to come, uh, constantly be adjusting what you're doing as far as the passive marketing lead generation. Hopefully that all makes sense. And if you have to choose one, which many of you do, if you have to choose only one, always do the proactive because it's going to get you into the finish line the fastest. If and, and that does mean that if all you ever do is learn how to master proactive lead generation, pre-qualifying, presenting, negotiating, and lead follow-up, if those are the five things you only master and you never learn how to do anything else at a high level in real estate, guess what? You'll be as right as rain. Versus if you are one of these agents that came from this last generation where you think you just have to be a real estate influencer and create a bunch of videos and somehow the world's going to roll out the red carpet to your front door, you are discovering, if you've not done so already, that those models work for a short period of time and then things change. Like Mark Zuckerberg just decides to deprioritize long-form content on uh, Instagram. Instagram's no longer about pictures. Now Instagram's about these little short videos. Well, I mean, you have a problem if that's what you thought was going to be your long-term play. So do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Just internalize that. It'll save you a lot of stress. Letter D. Letter D. Especially if you're confused by any of this, you have to ask for help when you need it. Don't waste time reinventing the wheel, sampling, or trying different things out. Get help from our Harris Certified Coaches. Join Premier Coaching so you can have the daily support that you know that you're craving in this business. You know what's interesting about what you just said, Tim, about all the social and the rules changing and having to figure all that out? When we ask coaching clients where their last deals came from, it's not that. You know what they say? It was a past client that I talked to about how much their house was worth. It was an open house lead that I followed up on. It was somebody that called on my sign. It almost 
always goes back to listings, and that's why you have to lead by being a listing agent. A lot of the other stuff that confuses you becomes irrelevant when you have listings. Well, you don't want to do it anymore because you're realizing it's just, it is necessary. Right. <laughs> but you have this whole generation of people who have been in real estate since effectively 2008, and they've come up during this Bravo TV, you know, superstar listing agent, uh, you know, be an influencer, all this lean on my purple Lamborghini. This has been their whole cycle in the real estate industry. And it's great and it's worked, but if you don't take the best of what was available during that cycle, and apply it to proactive lead generation, you're gonna needlessly suffer. Frankly, especially in the next one to two years. Guys, the cycle we're in now, in the economy, with inflation, with interest rates, it's not temporary. This is gonna be what will feel like a very long-term cycle as whatever happens next happens next. We've been talking endlessly on this podcast about the effects of inflation and sort of housing predictions. You can go back and listen to past podcasts on that topic. The moral of the story is the greatest fortunes of men and women are always made during the greatest times of change. In your lifetimes, or rather I should say, well, in some cases your lifetime, Mm -hmm. but certainly in your career as a real estate professional, there has never been, and I'm I'm, knowing that many of you weren't around during the last real estate crash, uh, there's never been a greater time of change than what we're experiencing right now. You have to feel lucky and fortunate and excited because during those times are when most people actually can build the, their wealth the quickest. Why? Because so many other people are laggards. They wait around for things to go back to the way they were. They say, you know what, Tam, I heard what you said about all the social media stuff, but I'm going to do 10 more TikTok videos today and dance around in my underwear while I'm showing a bowl of spaghetti that I had for lunch and whatever I'm doing on those you know, goofy you know, platforms. And I know eventually someone's going to call me. You're going to drill down on dumb and you're going to do it continuously until the point where your ego has been willing to set aside and you're willing to see a perspective that was there waiting for you the whole time. Look, if you, I'm not trying to, and Julie and I do social stuff too. We do do all the things that we are realizing are the more passive, um, you know, they're more passive. And we did it when we sold real estate as well. But when Julie and I sold real estate, when all of our coaching clients sell real estate, Julie just touched on it. When you go down the list of where the lead source actually was, what was actually where the business truly came from. No, they did not find you on Facebook. They emailed you on uh, you know, Messenger on Facebook because the referral came from the neighbor and the neighbor didn't have your phone number and they just said, find you on Facebook. You found, they found you on Facebook. They messaged you on Facebook. No, that lead did not come from Facebook. It's like saying your voicemail sent you a lead. <laughs> exactly. Right? No, yeah. it no, didn't. No, it didn't. <laughs> right. But it can't. So you, once you know what really generates the business for top producing agents, once you know what really generates the business for you, do more of that. Do less of the speculative things, especially during a time like this. So listen, guys, thank you for continuing to make this the number one listen to daily podcast for real estate professionals. Thank you for keeping Harris Rules. Um, you know, basically a bestseller on all the bookshelves. It's available on Barnes and uh, Barnes and Noble and Amazon and everywhere else. And yes, it's available on Audible. It is our pleasure and our honor to be, uh, you know, the virtual real estate coaches and the real real estate coaches for so many of you. Guys, whatever comes next in this marketplace, whatever comes next in the economy, whatever comes next with interest rates, whatever comes next with politics, don't worry about it. There will always be people that need to buy and sell real estate. You happen to have been brilliant enough to choose to be in a profession that everybody needs. Not everyone needs window coverings. Not everyone needs to buy expensive mail order food. 
Now everyone needs to buy expensive bed linens. I shouldn't say that because we have some of those people show sponsors. Now everybody needs to be buying a new car. Now everybody needs to be taking an expensive vacation. But everybody needs a place to live, whether it's a place to live to lease to rent or whether it's a place to live to own or maybe buy multiple properties. You are in an industry that is essential. So good job with that. Now, no, you got to keep yourself essential by improving your skills and being of service to other people. Hopefully this resonates with all of you. In the meantime, your homework, like always, is to text the word Premier to 47372 and join Julie and I at Premier Coaching. So text the word Premier to 47372. Remember, when texting, message and data rates may apply. Have a fantastic day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.